Well, including some, it's great to see some old uh, faces. And uh, by old, I mean old, man. I can't believe it's been 10 years since at least one of you has been in my class. Um, it is simultaneously um, thrilling and depressing, um, which describes the study of uh, political tweets in the age of Donald Trump. Simultaneously thrilling, fascinating, but also um, uh, depressing. Um, as anybody who is a regular consumer of uh, political tweets can attest, um, again, fascinating, but also um, an exercise in perhaps a new face, uh, perhaps a new face of political discourse. Um, and I want to begin with that question. Is the politics of Twitter, is the kind of uh, political com communication that we uh, regularly receive uh, from the president in particular, is this something new? In what ways is it, uh, is it new? In what ways is it perhaps not? Uh, the answer to uh, what is new here actually will have, will, will focus on the content of his tweets, looking at some of the characteristics of uh, what President Trump's Twitter stream looks like. And I want to conclude by speaking just a bit about uh, the way in which most of us, most of the time, encounter political tweets in general and uh, the president's tweets in particular. So here's a recent tweet by the president. Uh, it's from just a, a, a few days ago. Um, and there are several features of this tweet which I think are uh, illustrative of what we regularly encounter in uh, tweets from the president. One, it's about Donald Trump. Two, it is um, time-stamped 5.35 AM. That's not a mistake, and it's not unusual. The president regularly fires off at least a few tweets before 7, 7.30 in the morning. Third, there, are, there is the clear identification of and condemnation of enemies, something that we see regularly in his tweets. Fourth, there is the creative and uh, frequent use of capitalization for emphasis um, we see it in the 13 very angry and conflicted Democrats, uh, along with and a witch hunt, right? It's almost old English in its, uh, its use of capitalization. Um, this is actually unusual in that there is but one lonely exclamation point. We usually see this sort of a message um, accompanied by multiple exclamation points for emphasis. All right. So here's a recent tweet, and the question again is, is this new? In a very important sense, Donald Trump is using the medium of Twitter in a way that presidents have traditionally attempted to use new media. Here's FDR. This is 1933. He is using the new medium, new-ish medium of radio in a creative way to reach the American people through a series of what came to be called fireside chats in a direct, less mediated, by which I mean less encumbered by the interpretation and the work of journalists, uh, a less mediated way. 
These chats deliberately and explicitly sought to create the appearance, the illusion, the feeling of a one-on-one conversation. The president to the citizen, to his constituents. And he deliberately sought to use language that Americans would not find confusing or highfalutin so that he could reach them and deliver his message in as direct and effective a way as possible. In a sense, Donald Trump is using Twitter to accomplish the same kind of direct, less mediated communication with voters. JFK created the, um, pioneered the use of the televised press conference. Rather than the president simply speaking to members of the, of, of the media who would interpret his words, who would convey them to the public, JFK was able to show the public his, his own words. He was able to reach the public more directly through this creative and pioneering use of television. So Donald Trump, in this sense, is not the first president to use a new medium in an effort to go around the press to speak more directly to the American people. In fact, he's not even the first president to use Twitter to do that. This is uh, the now archived Twitter site of um, of President Obama. It's now archived at it's POTUS 44. He, um, he tweeted 352 times. The last one was January 20th, 2017. I'm still asking you to believe, not in my ability to bring about change, but in yours. I believe in change because I believe in you. He had 15.1 million followers. It's the kind of thing he would tweet, talking about uh, a new energy program, talking about a program um, to help uh, students in prison pay for their education, uh, asking astronaut Kelly if he sometimes just looks out the window and freaks out, right? Um, And he's wishing a happy 50th birthday to Medicare and Medicaid, okay? Simple, straightforward, mostly positive, mostly upbeat, encouraging. Here's President Trump's at POTUS site. He's got 3,000 tweets, 23 million followers. Um, Here's a pretty straightforward tweet. Uh, Tomorrow, President Trump will travel to Singapore. This is the boring Twitter stream, right? The official one. Here's where the magic happens. This is at real Donald Trump. He's tweeted 38,000 times as of yesterday when I took this screen grab um, and has 53 million followers. He's heading for Canada in the G7. This is uh, uh, yesterday. Um, From there, I will go to Singapore and talk to North Korea uh, on denuclearization. Won't be talking about Russian witch hunt hoax for a while, exclamation point. All right. More of what we are used to from Donald Trump. So is, what is new here about Trump's uh, tweeting? What is new about the way in which the president is communicating with the American people? Um, and I think it has to do precisely with the character of what he is tweeting. 
First, it's extraordinarily frequent, right? FDR did not give multiple fireside chats a day. Donald Trump does. JFK did not have multiple televised press conferences a day. Donald Trump does. Barack Obama did not tweet multiple times a day. Donald Trump does. Extraordinarily frequent, often self-aggrandizing, with a flagrant disregard for norms of civil discourse. Flagrant in the sense that it is obvious and intense, but also flagrant in the sense that it is deliberate and arguably politically advantageous. Because this disregard for politeness, this disregard for um, what we regularly consider to be uh, good manners, etiquette, or appropriate behavior from a president or anyone is seen as authenticity by many of the president's supporters, is embraced as a rejection of political correctness. This is part of what the president conveys, not simply through what he tweets, but in the manner in which he tweets it. Uh, a hostility to a range of institutions, especially the press. All right, here's Donald Trump's first ever tweet, May 4th, 2009. Not very provocative, not very, not very fiery, uh, incendiary, but uh, it was about Donald Trump. He's advertising his appearance on uh, David, Letterman, David Letterman's show that night to uh, present the top 10 list. Since that tweet, there have been more than 200 tweets that contain some version of the word loser. Sorry, losers and haters, but my IQ is one of the highest, and you all know it. Please don't feel so stupid or insecure. It's not your fault. This is before he was president. It's before he was running for president. Here he's running for president, and he projects that he has a good chance to beat Ted Cruz in Texas, his opponent in the Texas primary. Um, Texas uh, Cruz is a nasty guy, not one Senate endorsement, and despite talk, gets nothing done, loser. Last November, while in the Philippines, I was forced to watch CNN, which I have not done in months and again realized how bad and fake it is. Loser. It's not clear to me who's the loser here, right? Is, he, is the person forced to watch CNN the loser? Um, dope Frank Brunei. All right, now, he, the president has a particular disregard for the New York Times, the failing New York Times, as he frequently calls it. Dope Frank Brunei said, I called many people, including Karl Rove, losers. True. He embraces it. I never called my friend Howard Stern a loser. He's a winner. Right? This is unusual right, to see praise for somebody else, um, but we do see so that from time to time. There have been 200 tweets since Donald Trump started tweeting on May 4th, 2009, with the words dumb, dummy, dumbest. Right, this one, this was dope. Frank, Frank Brunei's a dope, but um, not a, not dumb. Um, James Clapper is dumb. Right, he's the dumbest former intelligence uh, uh, head. Um, here, 
the president is taking uh, a headline from his friends at Fox and Friends. This is the one media outlet that consistently receives praise in the Trump Twitterverse. The president is regularly um, excited about what he has learned on Fox and Friends. And there is often, some people have done analyses showing the uh, short time intervals between when things happen on or announced on Fox and Friends and when the president tweets about it. Um, nobody or no one, another idea that we hear again and again, and it usually points to the president's own abilities or unusual uh, talents, nobody knows jobs like I do. No one has done more for people with disabilities than me. The media is so after me on women, he writes in March of 2016. Wow, this is a tough business. Nobody has more respect for women than Donald Trump. What's interesting here, again, we see the um, this sense of frustration with the way in which he is covered by and treated by uh, the media in general. And this, as I've suggested, is another hallmark of uh, the president's tweets, and that is an anger at a frustration with and a hostility toward the press, usually employing or frequently employing the language of fake news to try to undermine the credibility of or suggest the uh, lack of accuracy of a particular reporter, news outlet, or the institution of journalism or the media more generally. Again, with the consistent exception of Fox and Friends and Fox News more generally. The fake news media is desperate to, to distract from the economy and record-setting economic numbers, and so they keep talking about the phony Russian witch hunt. That was from, again, just the other day. Any negative polls are fake news. That's a really interesting statement. He made this during the, um, uh, or last February, right, suggesting that we ought to be distrustful of polling numbers that make the administration or make the president look bad, right? He calls them fake news. Sorry, people want border security and extreme vetting. Um, here, he specifically mentioned some of his favorite uh, targets in the media, CNN, ABC, and NBC. Fake news media knowingly doesn't tell the truth, a great danger to our country. Uh, the failing New York Times has become a joke. Likewise, CNN, sad, exclamation point. People are just starting to find out how dishonest and disgusting fake news, in parentheses for some reason, uh, NBC News is viewers beware, maybe worse even than CNN. So we frequently see these comparisons, these rankings among media outlets in his tweets. Uh, fake news, again, and, and here he's calling uh, out these particular news outlet outlets, but this is a really strong statement. The enemy of the American people, and I think that this is um, one of the more extreme instances of the president explicitly calling into question the credibility, the validity of the institution of, uh, of journalism, of the press. All right, um, the mediated Twitter feed. Show of hands if you've ever read a tweet by Donald Trump. 
Okay, everybody's hand should be up because we've just looked at like a dozen of them, right? Um, many of us regularly encounter Donald Trump's tweets. Indeed, he's got 53 million followers. If we imagine that none of them are bots and, and not human beings, that's a lot of people. But it's not that many people. Right? It's not that many, and we, this is a president whom we know is very competitive when it comes to uh, crowd sizes, when it comes to numbers. Um, and so it must be frustrating. This is uh, in 2017. He was not uh, even in the top 10 of uh, most followed Twitter accounts. Katy Perry had 108 million. I checked this morning. She's up to 110 million. Justin Bieber, and then look at that. Barack Obama, right? This is his own. This is not at POTUS44. This is Barack Obama's own uh, Twitter handle. And he has actually, as of yesterday, it was about 102 million. Even, and you can go down the list, right? There are entertainers, athletes, um, a noted uh, criminal justice presidential uh, advisor, Kim Kardashian West. Uh, with 59 uh, million, so she actually has uh, uh, five or six million more than the president himself. Nevertheless, 52 million people, right? It's significant, but in the scope of things, most Americans are not accessing the president's tweets directly through Twitter in real time. This is a survey from last month just a few weeks ago, uh, by the Gallup organization. And they ask whether, how often um, Americans see uh, tweets, uh, uh, information about uh, the president's tweets, a lot, a fair amount, not much, or nothing at all. And you can see three quarters of Americans hear something, right? Either uh, a fair amount or a lot. But here's the interesting thing. Only a quarter of Americans have a Twitter account, according to the Gallup survey. Only 8% have a Twitter account and follow the president. And only about half of those read all or most of Trump's tweets. Still a lot of people, right? We're still talking 10 to 20 million Americans. But in terms of reaching the American public directly, most of these tweets are actually coming to Americans the old-fashioned way. So if we look at the tweet that we started looking at, right, um, his ability to pardon himself, most Americans did not read this tweet on Twitter. Most of us encountered, when I say the old-fashioned way, I mean through a newspaper or a website affiliated with a leg an old thing we used to call journalism, right? Like the New York Times. So here's an article by Michael Shear, right, on June 4th, and the tweet itself appears in the article. And so we live in a world in which there are all sorts of new forms of political communication. But we still live in a world in which these new forms of political discourse continue to be 
for most of us, most of the time, mediated through old forms of political communication and old forms of news media. Thank you very much, and enjoy the rest of reunions.